Welcome to Development Heaven, the Nintendo Direct of podcasts. I am your Wiimote, Vincent Marnelli. And I'm your nunchuck, Glenn Cagle. It's a design podcast where the two of us talk about development hell and all the changes your favorite pieces of media go through. This week we're doing a whole thing on controllers, Glenn. Uh, but I wanted to talk about first the fact that this is the earliest we've ever recorded. Uh, yeah, I'd say so. We've got you. We got Glenn. We got you moved into a new permanent location. New permanent location. Yeah. For um, recording. It's also have, the old permanent location. Sure. Uh, we have a, you know, if you notice any increase in the audio quality, we have begun to. Um, I've started soundproofing my studio, and you have a brand spanking new pop filter. I have a brand spanking new pop filter. I can I can say my <laughs> P's as loud as I want now. That's good. So yeah. before you tweet at us congratulating us on our audio quality, just just letting it just throwing that out there. And I know what you're thinking, right? Isn't um, good audio kind of a basic requirement of audio professionals? <laughs> uh, to which I'd say we're not professionals. To which we're I'd just, say we haven't made a single cent. So shut up. <laughs> sure, we're a couple. We're just a couple of goofballs. To which I'd say. Uh, we're more of hobbyists. We <laughs> yeah, I this, like that. We do this because we love you, mm-hmm. and we and we think you deserve to be entertained. Um, I think part of this intro could be the fact that I don't understand what like hardware means. So, Glenn, do you, is a pop filter? Does that count as hardware? Yeah, I'd say so. All right, so there's the uh, so there's our segue. Well, like hardware hardware is also like like lumber and like hammers and nails, huh? Okay. Like, you have the hardware section at Home Depot? Yeah, you're completely right. Anything you just use for your job? Is that a good Is that a good uh, definition that we can use? Yeah, probably. Okay. For for these purposes, we're talking about hardware, like, for games or Video for... Games. Uh, well, you did say computers. controllers earlier. Right. Um, so, we're talking specifically about controller hardware. Right? Yeah. Right? Okay. Hey, so who's going first? Who's going first? You tell me, Vincent. Uh, I have magically teleported eight pieces of monetary hardware onto your <laughs> desk. Okay. Um, these pennies. are these are pennies. Yes, uh, United States pennies with uh, the Lincoln Memorial on the tail side and uh, Old Abe himself on the heads side, worth uh, you know one cent. So you know they cost more to make than they're worth. But you know that's not that's not you know. It's not our, that's not our problem, is it? <laughs> that's not what we're here for today. Yeah. Uh, there's a little bit of facts, things. a little bit of facts for you. Mm-hmm. They also smell, I mean, they're made of, they're coated in copper. Uh, so they make your hands smell like copper and they can turn green and stuff. It's, it's gross. Um, but anyway, uh, what I wanted to talk about today is like, um, you know, like some of the, some of the earliest pieces of game hardware. Some of the earliest dice. We've talked about this in episode one, mm-hmm. but like some of the earliest dice are made out of bones. But um, usually they had to do with like the orientation they landed in, and a lot of times it was just like yes or no. Like there was no like like not like when you roll a die and you can get like one through six or whatever. Mm-hmm. Forget that. Most for like early dice, like uh, they they could like paint beans like one side of them black and leave the other side unpainted, and then you know you flick it up in the air and it lands on the on the bean side or the black side. Yeah. So, uh, if you wanted a number, you would flip multiple of them, like flip eight beans and the number that land on the black side, that's like the number you get. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. So that's what we're going to do. We're going to throw these pennies up in the air. In front of us are some bean simulacrums. Yes. And, uh, they, whichever way they land, if they land on the heads, that's one. If they land on the tails, that's zero. A bunch of little D, D2s. Okay. All right. Cool. We're going to roll eight D2 and we're going to, that's how we're going to decide who goes first. All right, I'm shaking my pennies. Mm-hmm. Shaking my pennies, and that made a good sound. One, two. So heads are one. Heads are one. I got three. I got five. Damn. All right, cool. Glenn's turn. Okay, so I guess I'm going first then. Yes. Oh, and uh, the Crunch Boys are back. The Crunch Boys are back. So I just wanted to, you know, it's important for branding. Yeah, I guess it is. We're here. <laughs> we're the Crunch Boys. We're back. The boys are back in town. Yeah. 
Glenn, what do you want to talk about today? I'm talking about um, the uh, well. I'm, I'm, I got a variety of things I want to talk about, but the, the main like central focus here is the uh, uh, is Microsoft's Xbox controllers. Okay. Specifically, I wanted to start off with talking about the development of the Xbox One controller. Uh, Interesting. So yeah. Isn't so. Doesn't the one Xbox One controller look like the rest of them? Yes. Okay. That's. It doesn't look that much different from the other ones, mm-hmm. which uh, is odd, uh, or that's what makes the fact that they um, spent over $100 million to develop it quite surprising. Wow. Yeah. And, it's, you know, it's not like this was development hell or anything. Mm-hmm. That's just how much money Microsoft has. <laughs> <laughs> he can just do that. Yeah. He, Bill Microsoft, Gates, I should say. Bill, Bill Gates himself. Do you think Bill Gates plays Xbox? He, I'm, I'm pretty sure he was fairly hands-on with, like, the first Halo. I believe that, yeah. Like, Master Chief was... He he played Master Chief. He was yeah. in the costume. He yeah. was the first Master Chief. Um, but other he, than that, I really don't know. He's my Master Chief. Nice. Uh, what do you think his gamer score is on Xbox? I don't know the Xbox gamer scores. Can I say do I. one? Is it one? One? That's pretty low, but... Um... <laughs> Okay, one million. Okay, that's all. That's pretty high. He, yeah. <laughs> he might so have I'll the game say, score so I'll one say that one. Okay, he has I don't one know. because he was only Master Chief once. Yeah, and then he's that's never what played gamer a video scores game are, since. Right? It's how it's many how many times, times it... you're Master Chief. I'd say so. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. All right. So why did it cost a hundred million dollars to make a controller? I could have asked you the same question. Um. Well, they they went through a whole lot of wild ideas, just like things like unprecedented ideas, because they wanted to make this the best controller ever, right? Okay. Uh, so some wacky like wacky ideas that would put Nintendo to shame. <laughs> uh, first of which was putting a display on the controller, so that's not too weird, but right. it, like like sort of like a DS kind of thing where you have yeah. like y- your personal screen. Yeah. And you know, during the production of the Switch, there was a lot of like leaked concepts that were monitor on the controller so right yeah i guess that's what the wii u was as well right so So that one's not that weird but they they figured like not many of their games would use that Mm -hmm. uh you know that's that's what was wrong with the wii u right yeah (laughs) uh so uh i guess they ditched that one and uh and you know learned from nintendo's mistakes yeah uh the speaking of displays in the controller they also toyed around with the idea you know because if you put a display in your controller your controller is really bulky like the wii u sure it makes it hard to use unless it's like a touch screen but even then uh not very accessible so uh they're like well what if to cut down on size we put a projector in the controller whoa and you like do you just sit in front of like a whiteboard and like project it onto that like i don't get it i really don't hmm well it's like would that also be the game? Would they just cut? Actually, no, that doesn't make any sense. So, yeah, would you like, so this is like if your parents are like watching TV, you can still game. Because I know we the Wii U did that. Like if you played a single player game on the Wii yeah. U, like you could turn the TV to something else. I guess so. I don't know. Uh, I, no, no, that one's a no from me. Sorry, yeah, Bill. Yeah, right in the belly bin. Um, this, this idea, this idea is my favorite, Vincent. Okay. This is the reason I wanted to talk about it. Um, they uh, Another thing they wanted to do, and I quote, add smell. Oh, one of the classic pitfalls of game development. What? <laughs> what other <laughs> game company has tried to no, do this? No, none. That's crazy. <laughs> um, yeah, like they want to make like a 4D experience where uh, you have like these little, what do they call them? Like uh, slugs? Of like uh, the smell, like like a, I'm assuming oh. they meant like a shotgun slug, like oh, a no. you, a cartridge that you load into your uh, your thing and it like sprays it. That's disgusting. It's so bad. Um, but like in the research I was doing, it was worded as if I actually built one of these and then mm-hmm. decided it was bad. So <laughs> no, where is it? Into it? Where is it? Yeah, I want it. <laughs> Release the stink controller. <laughs> yeah, let me buy the stink controller. <laughs> Wow, I mean, I bet it, I bet it like will auction for like millions of dollars. And you know the problem with this, Glenn, uh huh, is that in like ten years, when people listen back to this episode while they're stink playing their Nintendo Stink or whatever, <laughs> yeah. they'll be like, "Man, these guys are idiots." Yeah, 
Oh, dude. I mean, that's horrifying. What kind of games... <laughs> Their 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 only example that they gave was this is like from the horse's mouth. Yeah. When you're walking through a jungle, you can smell the flora. <laughs> Still not good. That doesn't explain just, anything. You know, so Microsoft well, like, has un- like Microsoft's Uncharted Four is gonna have like Microsoft doesn't do Uncharted. That's what I mean. Like they're gonna buy Uncharted and be like, watch this, we can do it better. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we have Drake, but you can smell the gravel. <laughs> but, See, because that's the thing. I'm thinking get, about like Microsoft's big um, IPs. You know, it's it's yeah. Halo and it's Gears right. of War, and I don't want to smell either of those. Yeah, like I Gears adamantly is, like, don't want to smell alien those. Guts. Yeah. Uh, what do you think Halo smells like? See, um, <laughs> sweaty. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's that's an awful image yeah so it's like what the hell does it just like spray it up in your face just releasing it up into the air <laughs> yeah. it's like wafts towards you uh, it's like two people with like because like some people i don't know some people have like multiple play game stations so if that becomes or if that becomes like a uh, a standardized thing god forbid then you know your little brother playing your playstation while you're playing xbox somewhere else you just stinking up the house it also seems expensive if you're talking right. about buying like stink cartridges all right you'd have to replace those yeah huh. that's no good i feel like there'd also be that little like sound when it's about to spray like zzz, you know <laughs> yeah. what i mean like I know. Yeah, yeah totally and you'd and you'd like hear that coming you'd be like oh no <laughs> you know and it's Here weird it i was thinking about this recently um you, you ever go to like you go to an amusement park, or whatever, and they have like those 4D shows, right? Where you sit down in the in the chair and it like rocks back and forth and it mm-hmm. sprays water in your face and whatnot. Yeah. But then sometimes they will release a smell or whatever right. when a when something stinky goes by. I and and part of the flaw of that technology is that I don't know about you, but it has literally never got me. Like it always misses. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if it's like. The way I'm sitting, or or if it's Wait, just like not the calibrated, smell, like to you me. just don't smell it. I just don't smell it, <laughs> and I and the people next to me are like, oh, or whatever. But it has never once. I mean, I haven't been to one in a very very long time, but I I very distinctly remember that I'm missing one of the key elements of that makes it four. You're missing that one of the four, four D technology. You're missing <laughs> yeah. one of the titular four Ds. Huh. Yeah, I don't. I, the only one I can remember. What are the is, other three D's besides dank? <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's uh, when the chair dark. rocks back and forth. That's dunk. dunk. Dark is for vision. Dark is for vision. Yeah. yeah, and then the hearing one would be like din. Yeah, there we go. Dank, din, d- uh, dark, and dunk. Dunk. Somebody better write that down. On it. All right. Yeah, let's let's reinvent the wheel on this 4D technology. <laughs> I mean, somebody's right. got to do it, right? Because they're well, it's Microsoft not like they're going didn't. away. Microsoft didn't. So <laughs> I guess it's our job to pick that one up. Yeah, they dropped the ball on that one. <sighs> okay, well, uh, maybe maybe this will find its place in like VR. That's the only thing I can think of. Is like someday when we have like where VR is like a full helmet on your face and you can like and it's like fully immersive where you can like yeah look around inside the helmet and like and there's your like head. hopefully less wires so you can move around right. a little bit better. You can go wherever you want and there's like haptic yeah. controls like you could, like when you pick something up you can feel it in your hand. Mm-hmm. When, like when when VR when, is finally consumer ready, once we've got all of the like other senses taken care of, that's <laughs> when we'll worry about smell. And you taste. stick a couple tubes up your nose. And then, and then after smell, it'll be taste. Like it'll just like prompt you to open your mouth and it'll just oh. shove a popsicle stick oh, on your tongue. Coated it in shoots like, like uh, flavored goo. It's like a gushers. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it's like a, a every flavored beans. Mm. Oh, like when you if you're playing like a boxing game and you get punched in the mouth and you hit the ground, you get one that's like flavored like blood and sweat, and and mat. Okay. Like, like boxing mat. Yeah. If you're playing like a like Madden, when you when you hit the ground after a tackle, you'll taste grass. <laughs> taste grass. It's <laughs> good shit. Cool. Dentist simulator, you can get like the fluoride taste. That wouldn't be that bad, actually. Yeah. 
That's the first one you said that made sense. Damn, dude. <laughs> I'm into it. I'm into mm-hmm. it. I'll invest. <laughs> it's not like they need it. They already spent a hundred million. Sharks for a small investment. You two will get the goo controller. <laughs> the goo troller. The goo troller. Shoot not our goo con- in your mouth. <laughs> not, not to be confused. Come on, man. Not to be confused <laughs> with the troll gooer, which is for uh, spraying trolls with goo. I haven't heard of this. Well, I made it up just now. Oh, I see. So, like, when you're on the internet and you see an internet troll, you can hit them with that goo troller. Troll, troll gooler. Ferris Bueller, gold truller. <laughs> sure. See, yeah, I wouldn't invest it. in that one. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm 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 one for two. I'll quit while I'm ahead. Is that like the step up from swatting? You just shoot them with goo. <laughs> you just shoot them with goo, yeah. like via the internet. Right. Yeah, I guess so. What do you think internet goo tastes like? This is a very sensory <laughs> episode, I think, so far. <laughs> well, what about like? Well, I've heard of internet gas. I haven't. Is that from like the? It's not. Oh, new is that mutants. that stupid Marvel thing? Yeah, it's that stupid new Marvel thing where they, yeah. the guy like got sprayed with internet gas and so now he has like internet powers. That one also probably smells sweaty. Oh yeah, so sweaty, so yeah. sweaty. You want to do more with controllers? Yeah, let's talk about controllers. All right. We're talking about like VR mm-hmm. and like haptic controls being a thing. Yeah. And, like, honestly, like, that makes the most sense. You know, we've got sight and sound down. You know, some games even have, like, a surround sound kind of thing where you can, if you've got the speaker system to support it, you can hear things all around yeah. you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, plenty of games, graphics are through the roof right now, especially with, like, uh, PC gaming. You can get as high def as you want. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think, like, haptic is, like, the next step in, like, uh, total immersion. Um, and so I guess they kind of went for they were going for that a little bit with this controller because they added, they totally revamped the way the, the rumble controls work. The rumble oh, okay. feedback. Yeah. So instead of just, uh, you know, most controllers or like the Xbox 360 controller, et cetera, just have the one rumble, the one vibrator. So, you know, it's either vibrating or not mm-hmm. like that's it. Uh, and they, so they, so they quadruple the number of, uh, vibrators There's one in each grip, each hand. Uh, so I guess if you're get, like, getting like hit from the right in Halo on the on the right side of your body, then sure. the right one could like rumble or something. I don't know. Um, I can see that being useful though. I'm right, a big yeah, fan like, of of HD rumble. I think it. Okay, cool. Um, as a game designer, I have never implemented that, but also I make mostly or only PC games. Right. So I've, I've just never really even thought about it. I think like specifically for fighting games, okay. it works really well. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I never really thought about that. Um, but then, like, uh, oh, and they also put two uh, a rumbler in each trigger. Oh. Um, and so the significance of that uh, I, I read up on was, like, uh, do you know the game Forza Motorsport 5? Yes. Okay, I don't. Uh, but it uh, apparently the developers are like, yeah, we can totally use this where uh, we will use the trigger rumble specifically. Right, we should, it's a racing game. We should say that. Yeah, yeah, Forza Motorsport 5 is a racing game. So the trigger rumble, since you use the trigger as, like, the pedals, Mm -hmm. like, the gas and the brakes, they'll, like, give you actual feedback from, like, that you would get from your from your gas and brakes that's like, kind of cool to represent it, it, like if if you're like over accelerating or something yeah. like that it makes me think that like triggers with like some resistance yeah would yeah, be yeah. kind of a cool mechanic right and that that technology does exist yeah. in like but it's just not on most, most controllers mm-hmm. um yeah and then they, they were like so to differentiate from just like the road being rough and you're over accelerating like the that's like the grit when the grip rumbles that's from the like road is you're on like a dirt road and when the trigger rumbles it's like because you're doing something wrong yeah that's kind of cool yeah yeah i'm on board with that one mm-hmm. um i mean okay so they had like 200 prototypes of this controller there's gotta wow. be one out there that i can buy that's got the smell control from right? like ebay from ebay yeah, yeah. <laughs> microsoft's ebay account yeah well that's that kind of stuff gets leaked occasionally like well, yeah, I'm sure like somebody buys it and then it's in the consumer market, but I don't mm-hmm. think the first auction is on eBay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Unless like unless okay, I could get a job at Microsoft and then walk off with one and then I could okay. sell it. 
It's probably hiding in the basement somewhere. It's probably it's probably they, have, they probably have like a just like crates a basement, of like, smell cartridges. Right from like the end of Indiana Jones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So okay, the thing about Microsoft is that they do a lot of rigorous testing. Mm-hmm. Um. So they have like these different t- uh, tests that they put their controllers through. The first of which is like the physical interference test where they have like, they put the controller in a room like with a, like, you know, like soundproofing, like anechoic chambers. Yeah. It was basically that, but for like RF signals. Um, so basically it's got like styrofoam spikes and everything in there and they check to make sure that it can still communicate with the um, Xbox, even if it's like covered in insulation. Interesting. Yeah. I would so have basi- seen that as a, I, I, I would have never thought of that as an issue. Right. I think I think the one thing they said was like, yeah, this has never been a problem, but we don't want it to ever be a problem. <laughs> but just in case. You yeah. know, it's not a bad And it, and it makes sense. Like, if you Switch, have that much money. Right. Yeah. And like, because like with the Switch, like we have that problem where it's like if you, if there's something between you and the and the Switch, the Joy-Cons don't always connect perfectly. Right. I don't know. It's true. Um, anyway, so that's one thing they do. And then they do like, uh, they do like another chamber that's like just full of other like playstations and like smartphones and stuff (laughs) just to like give it all kinds of rf interference right uh make sure that it can cut through the noise they have another room where they have a whole bunch of controllers just in the hands of robots that are designed to do nothing but press the button each button (laughs) on there two million times each oh that's awesome uh to make sure that like and they like record every button press with like a high definition camera to like so like if any if any button press doesn't register they can like play it back in slow-mo to see what happened good lord that sounds tedious yeah Ever, well, it's a robot doing it. Yeah, but I'm just, you know, the robot apocalypse, the AI uprising. Right. Robots I think can there's, play video games now. Yeah, there's not a there's not an insignificant chance it's the it's the button robots that are just wicked bored. <laughs> yeah, dude. The jungle but for robots. <laughs> <laughs> um Yeah, and they like do the stick flicks to make sure those are accurate and consistent. And uh, and then they have like another robot that just like shakes it around a whole bunch just to make Hmm. sure that the when you're like shaking around the buttons don't accidentally get pressed. Okay, makes sense. Anyway, that's uh that's their test bed. Hey, another thing that Microsoft did when they were designing this controller, this is on their Wikipedia page. They said they Mm -hmm. uh, aimed to. I'll just quote it directly. Microsoft found that by aiming the size to fit an eight-year-old's hands, they were able to make the design fit a larger section of the population and thus features more sculpted grips. Hmm. I mean, they could have said that any other way. No, only eight-year-olds play (laughs) Xbox. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. Yeah, I don't know. Eight-year-olds and... No, I don't have a joke. I was going to say gamer girls, but that's not very funny. Uh, because it's actually just true yeah hey um apparently like the they you know that test facility i was telling you about Mm -hmm. they uh so they wanted to test to make sure like the the uh, the control is durable right so they have this setup where they drop it like from about four feet onto concrete to test its durability however they have like a separate lab for this and i quote the space was too small (laughs) <laughs> what so the entire lab that we were talking about so either this is a typo right. or the entire lab that i was just telling you about with like the button pressing robots and all that is less than four feet high. <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> okay yeah something tells me that that was a misquote there's or something mis- wrong there unless they ha- they wanted to drop so many controllers at the same time uh-huh. Like they needed to test what would happen if one controller fell on another controller. Fell onto another controller in yeah. mid-fall. Yeah. And then that one fell onto another controller. And that what one happens if you down. throw two controllers against each other? Well, that's just awesome. Controller that's out of a cannon. Not, yeah. <laughs> so a little controller circus. Yeah. With the controller acrobats. It's to keep the button robots entertained. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I get it. I get it. Pen M and circus or whatever. <laughs> uh-huh. Rise up. Uh, or the, don't. Or don't. Yeah, please. <laughs> um, so here's some other weird things that uh, Microsoft did. Uh, have you ever heard of the, the Xbox chat pad? No, not at all. 
so they had this attachment that you could go ahead and Google it. Just see what it looks oh, like. Okay. They, they had this um, attachment that was like, oh, just a whole ass QWERTY keyboard that you can plug into the Xbox controller and it fits oh like between God. the two grips. Yeah. And you can like, you can just type and, and it's it looks for... like a Blackberry. Yeah. Yeah, Blackberry exactly. Keyboard. Yeah. It's hideous. It's, it's so weird looking, but I mean, I get it. Like typing on a, on a uh, console is annoying. Mm-hmm. The thing is, it's a little redundant because you can just plug a keyboard into an Xbox. It has yeah. USB ports. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, man. And also voice chat. But that's not really what this is for, is it? It's for like typing in your passwords. It came out in the same update that voice chat came out. Oh. So I'm guessing, yeah, you're like for for now that like accounts are a thing, like you're gonna have a lot of accounts uh, that you're gonna be have to be accessing. Okay, but I am looking I at know. some some packs that are. It comes with the keyboard, chat pad, and a headset. Right. So they knew what they were doing. Yeah. Well, they're connecting gamers. <laughs> they're keeping keeping us keeping us connected. Mm-hmm. This before is before we... it's time. Yeah. Vincent. This is before any of the uh, COVID, and and you know. <laughs> yeah, not like we didn't have other ways to communicate. Hey, I don't know, man. Um, there's no drivers to use the chat pad with the P- with a with a PC. Okay. Uh, which is you know a shame. <laughs> Like why, right. why? Why shouldn't I be able to use this Microsoft technology with my Windows computer? Yeah, and it's you know? it's like so compact, you know. It's so compact. I mean, I don't wouldn't even need a keyboard. It's true. Yeah, it's shame. That is a shame. Do you think my fingers could even like fit on the like the WASD? Like your I, fingers? I feel, like def- I feel like I just have to use like the pad of my thumb and like treat it like a tiny D pad. Yeah. Um. Yes, I do think that. Let's see. I got two more for you, Vincent. Okay. Uh, the speed wheel. Okay, so my, Microsoft also made this like thing that was... Uh, they made a couple of different wheels, like racing wheels. Uh, to rip first off one Nintendo. It's called the speed wheel. The second yeah. one is called the racing wheel. Okay. And so there were, the speed wheel was just like, you know, like the Nintendo one you're talking about where you just hold it in your hands and, mm-hmm. it, and it's like... Uh, What's, what's that word? Gyro? It's got a gyro in there, so you can, like, you know, it tells when you're turning. Right. The racing wheel is mounted to a um, drive shaft. So, oh, I've ste- seen this sorry, thing. Sorry, a, ste- a steering column. Yeah. So you, that one sits on, on the table in front of you, and you, you turn it. Um, <laughs> oh, and it's that's got, ridiculous. Yeah. And it's got actual force feedback where, like, <laughs> you know, you're talking about, like, the force-sensitive or, or, like, the yeah, triggers. The resistance. So like, yeah, yeah, resistance. So, like, as you're, as you're trying to turn that wheel and you're, like, on a... You're like drifting really hard, like it, it like fights you. Yeah, it's oh, good cool. Lord. Um, yeah, you don't see that with the Nintendo wheel, do you? Huh? No, you don't, because it's um, just plastic. Right. It also comes with floor pedals. Oh no! Uh, for for brake and gas. Ugh. So you don't have to, you don't have to use the controller. Uh, you don't have to use the triggers anymore for that. Um, it's so it's so unwieldy. Yeah, it's like you have to like take ten minutes to set up your hardware for your game. Yeah. Yeah, they also had the uh, the um, hardcore pack <laughs> for more realistic driving. Oh man! It comes with a six-speed shifter and a clutch pedal. <laughs> I wish every game had a hardcore pack, dude. <laughs> that's I mean that's fantastic. It is, yeah. At some point, just drive, you know. Yeah, at some point, just buy a race car. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, dude, this is the this is the Oasis all over again. Yeah. Except it came out before even the book, Ready Player One. Okay, here's one thing I do want to say, though, real quick. Yeah. The uh, On the Wikipedia page titled Rhythm Game Accessories, mm-hmm. you know, because I looked at some other rhythm game accessories, like the microphones and the keyboards and the guitars and drum sets. Right, 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 right. Um, and they have a, those are the four sections, the guitars, the keyboards, the microphones, and drum sets. There's one final section called Other. And the only entry in that section is the DK bongos for the GameCube. Fascinating. Why that's not listed under drum sets or more things aren't listed under other, I don't uh-huh. know. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, why well, have a section for one, right? Yeah. Well, Even... well, 
it's a shame that, you know, there probably would be more under other if that entire genre hadn't imploded as fast as it in did. The, in the 2000s, yeah. Yeah. I remember loving those games, dude. That was like I love DK thing. Bongos. Well, I don't know about DK Bongos, but I had uh, yeah, I wouldn't. had Lego Rock Band. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for the Wii, that was I had that shit. one too. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Um Yeah, my friend had Beatles Rock Band. I mean, oh, it was a sick. whole it completely oversaturated the entire market. We all uh, uh, me and my brother and my sister all took piano lessons. So mm-hmm. my my grandparents were like why don't you get the keyboard one? <laughs> no, not grandpa's like. not under other. <laughs> but really, I didn't know that the key, there was a keyboard accessory for these games for a while. Oh, there actually is? Right, okay. So you're just as surprised as I was. Yeah. Um, because I was like, there's only five buttons on the guitar. There's mm-hmm. like four buttons on the drum, right? What are they going to do for the... Uh, or I guess five because you got the four drums and a cymbal. Yeah. Um, what are they going to do for the for the keyboard one? And it exists. It totally exists. Is it just just a MIDI keyboard? Yeah, it's just literally just a MIDI keyboard. Like you can get regular MIDI output for it. Cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'd never Um, heard of that either. But it seems like it'd be way harder because you're playing chords. And so so multiple notes at a time. And also there's like uh, 15 of them because it's Mm -hmm. like like two octaves. No, not even. It's more than that. It's like 23 because it's two octaves and the black keys and like all the half notes. And I suck at piano semitones that's the word i was looking for um yeah that sounds way harder but not entirely unfun i don't bring know. back rhythm games bring back bring back uh is yeah bring back rhythm games hey i just realized yeah the uh dj turntable for rock band had its own section on the wiki page why oh. wasn't that under other right it's the only turntable or at least give dk bongos their own thing right because they deserve it right what that that's weird i'm pretty sure there was a racing game that also used the dk bongos <laughs> how and like, like the faster you slap the bongos oh, the faster okay. you go okay okay like is it do you have to like like uh do like a pattern like left right left right left right or something like, mama, like that papa yeah. mamas or something like that mm-hmm. okay you know they also released what the big button pad for the uh xbox what is that it's a uh handheld controller that's just got one big button on it and it's used for like um buzzer games like uh <laughs> oh, like no. game sh- game show style yeah games. yeah the game show ports yeah huh just got one big ass button on it, and then on the side it's got like the ABXY, but which also doubles as a D pad, but it's not in a D pad configuration. I wonder Don't how many games you could works. play with the big button controllers. Surprisingly many. Huh. Yeah. Here, let me get up the page. It's got like seen it, uh, lights, camera, action, seen it, box office smash. Obviously. Uh, Uno. <laughs> what? I guess. I guess is that like. You press it on Uno. I guess, yeah. And then you use, like, the, the ABXY buttons for, like, other actions. That's like, wild. Uh-huh. Uh, 1 versus 100, which was the first Battle Royale. Um, and Wits, Wits and Wagers. So there you go. That's Those are the games. Hmm. Yeah, anyway, that's all I got. Uh, Bill Gates flaunting his, his mega, mega millions, babillions, whatever. Fat bucks. Fat, fat stacks. Hannah, Thou, Billy Wow, Billy Gates. Vincent, why don't you take the wheel on this one? All right, cool. So this week, Glenn, I wanted to talk about the Wii Vitality Sensor. Uh-huh. Uh, have you heard of this thing? No, I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, it, it's basically a little clip that you put on your finger, and mm-hmm. it hooks into the nunchuck section of the <laughs> Wii port, uh, the, of the, the Wii of the mode. Wiimote. Uh-huh. Um, and uh, mysteriously enough, it never came out. I can't imagine why. <laughs> yeah, so that's what I'm doing this week. We're doing a classic canceled Nintendo Wii Cancel peripheral. Auto. And I was hoping that, yeah, this segment uh, I was hoping could be sort of like a like a love letter to all those stupid Wii peripherals because, I mean, that's what made that whole console good, in my opinion. Is the fact that you could just plug something else into the Wiimote? Well, yeah, you could, you know, slap a, you throw it in a... a um, like a stupid little plastic wheel, like we were talking about earlier, and then mm-hmm. now all of a sudden everybody's playing and... Mario Kart. Yeah. 
Like it was like it it did a weird appeal to the consumer that I feel like video game companies don't normally do. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Yeah, normally it's like oh, you want to have more than one player? Buy another $60 controller. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, I get and it. It's like yeah, there's a and whole then, and, culture around video games. It's like, this is sort of only for a certain amount of people. And right. the, the special thing about the Wii is that, oh, hey, I know what a wheel looks like. Anybody could understand this. Yeah, you know? yeah. I, I dig it a lot. I mean, Wii was the only console I had growing up. Yeah. Um, And, you know, you're talking about, like, accessibility. I mean, it's built right into the design, whereas, like, most controllers are built for right-handed people. Uh, The Wiimote can be... It's for anyone, any whichever way. Yeah, you can just yeah, swap, sure. swap, swap hands. And you know, Nintendo did that whole thing where they sent those Japanese businessmen to your house to hand you the Wii, which was a nice touch. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> wow, Wii commercials were a trip. Yeah, that whole I remember era there was one was... where like the back of somebody's head was just open, and it had like like people playing video games inside it. No, you remember That's that? Disgusting. That was weird. I remember the weird PS two or ps3 baby commercial i don't remember that one that's 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 not what we're here to discuss but there's a commercial where it's like and i've heard the reasons because basically playstation uh the p i think it was ps2 because the ps1 did so well that they were like we don't even really need to bother marketing so they did like really (laughs) weird things where it's like a baby doll, like uh-huh. a possessed baby doll, is like in uh-huh. an empty room with a PlayStation Two, and it like crawls up to it and starts crying. What's the uh, point of that? Uh, yeah, it's a good question. <laughs> Guess I should ask uh, Mr. Sony himself. Yeah. Yeah, I love how this commercial like it, it opens with them driving past a cow, <laughs> like so it just to sh- just to show you that they're in America, right? Like, yeah, yeah. Like uh, Sakurai hits the road. You know, it's not <laughs> okay. <laughs> who's not, the who's the guy that's in charge of nintendo uh it was awada at the time awada hits the road Iwata. yeah uh i'm going to be talking about satoru awada a lot during this one so i'm going to start with the vitality sensor by setting up a little timeline for you uh-huh okay a little i guess it's just a three prong timeline so it's more like a bulleted list bulleted list ordered a good old-fashioned numbered list numbered list yeah okay where so the number one of the year that it came out Yes, number one is 2009. Okay. So transport your brain back to 2009. And uh, it's E3. So we're, it's it's E3, Nintendo's E3 presentation 2009. The late and great Satoru Iwata, who was, like I said, president of Nintendo, comes onto stage and plays a short little video clip of just him sitting down with the vitality sensor clipped to his finger. Mm-hmm. Um, and it... And he starts talking about, well, that video is playing the capabilities of the vitality sensor. So what it does are... is uh, it measures your pulse. Okay. That's Check. what the, that's pretty much all he says that the hardware is capable of. But what he says is that the point of the Wii vitality sensor uh, is to visualize something otherwise invisible. Okay. To me... The uh, the use for this is, like, this may have been uh, right around the time that, well, I don't know. I don't know if this is true, but you remember there was that guy that, like, he holds the record for the longest time spent playing a video game straight was, like, <laughs> or, or no, lo- the longest time spent awake straight was, like, four, 14 straight days. Right. And I think it, and then he died. Um, I think it was, I think he was playing a video game, if not the whole time, <laughs> most of it. Okay. And um, nobody's, we're not really sure whether it was lack of sleep that killed him or, uh, I mean, he went into cardiac arrest. Or the video games. Right. (laughs) (laughs) The man went into cardiac arrest. That's all we know. Um, So. If he was hooked into the Wii Vitality Sensor. The Vitality Sensor sensor could have saved his life. Could have saved his life. Absolutely. And his game. (laughs) It doesn't state as a capability uh, in this presentation, but if it was also like a lifeline, what is that? Life lock? That like immediately calls nine one one. Yeah, but instead of calling the police or the an ambulance, it um it calls Reggie. It uh saves your save game you. for you. <laughs> <laughs> it calls Mario to go come give you a one up. Yeah, that's a bad gamer joke for you. No. Some other stuff Awada said. So the point of this, besides the pulse and the measuring what's invisible, is that like 
at the presentation, they didn't announce any software that it would be capable, that it would be, you know, uh, integrated into. But they said that it would be put into games to measure certain things like how nervous you are or um, or, or how focused on the game you are. Hmm. Okay, yeah, uh, yeah. I, sort of I, like I, those I, brainwave sensors? Yeah. I To me, I still don't really understand how that would, um, like, enhance the game experience. But, you know, I, I, I want to save that judgment until we see the games... That, uh, that that he's talking about. So, uh, second point in my in my numbered list, it's 2010, uh, mm-hmm. and over the year, I don't know if it was through Twitter or whatever, but Awada has mentioned numerous times that during the 2010 E3, he will be showing off games that utilize the new uh, Vitality Sensor hardware. Okay, did that during happen? E3? He doesn't. Nice. Uh, Nintendo shows off no games. Nothing is even mentioned about the Vitality Sensor. It's uh, they're weirdly silent about it. I think like shortly afterwards, when they were asked, like a from Nintendo, a spokesperson had said that it just didn't feel like the right time to show it off. You know, whatever that means. Yeah. Okay. And Nintendo, you know, they it's not uncommon for them to delay things you know if if it isn't working the way they want it to mm-hmm. uh, but that is they should, yeah yeah that's unfortunately the last we hear about the Wii vitality sensor for like three years <laughs> but in 2013 after after no word for three years nintendo officially announces that the vitality sensor is completely canceled uh nothing nothing will be released by it about it for it and Iwata says that it was because a they couldn't get it to work as expected. I see. He uh, has like an it, estimate. Does that mean here? like it just didn't like track your heartbeat? Like it seems like it had one job. Well, what Iwata said was that uh, according to his estimates, that it worked with like ninety percent of users. Okay. But Nintendo, you know, the good old fashioned seal of approval, they were like, this this has to be at one hundred percent nine or no, or nothing. Yeah. yeah. It has to be everyone or, you no know, one. it's it's not worth it. They when still... everyone so, has a pulse. So, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of... It's... Pulsist. Yeah, kind of. Uh, kind of lifeist, you know. I feel like they're really excluding, like, rocks. I wonder if they got... You know what? They're, re- they're excluding, like, um, all, all life that's not animal. Right, all non-carbon-based life forms. Well, also like plants and fungi. Sure. And uh, and and insects. And those are those are in the animal kingdom. Those are in the animal kingdom, and they have an open circulatory system. So, what about their, you know, what about their thing? You know how when you boot up like a Wii game for Uh uh, for like the Wii balance board or whatever, and it's like, are you a male or female to (laughs) kind of gauge like certain things? Are you a human, deer, garden shrub? mushroom uh, shiitake mushroom yeah yeah <laughs> are you a lichen <laughs> yeah hey so i'm looking into it right now and the yeah. dude that i got the story wrong the record holder stayed uh, for the longest time spent without sleeping uh, is held by this guy named randy gardner who was born in 1946 hmm. uh he stayed awake for 11 days and 25 minutes um and he's still alive he's like 73 or 74 now Okay, so who are you talking about? I don't know. I wish I knew his name because <laughs> I remember that hearing the story. It may have been like a goof, like right. oh man, this guy, like like you know, in a TV show, like that's like a, not an uncommon goof. So it could have totally been something like that. Like okay, we're, if if nothing, we're all about factual accuracy here on this show. Uh, that's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> we ain't no newscast. Mm. Um. Yeah, no. Apparently, Randy Gardner stayed awake for. Uh, 11 days on the 11th day he was asked to subtract 7 from 100 repeatedly so start with 100 then go to 93 then eight, uh, 86 and just keep you know ticking it down by 7 until he got to 65 and then he stopped and they were like why'd you stop and he's like oh, I just forgot what I was doing <laughs> so that's, that's, that's cool. real yeah he could have been playing video games um yeah he could have uh, but video games were inaccessible at the time because they mm. were on, um, basement computers. Yeah. 
like uh, 3D tic tac toe mm-hmm. and Space War. Nice. I wanted to prove that bad things didn't happen if you went without sleep, said Gardner. I thought I can break the record, <laughs> and I don't think it would be a negative experience. Jesus, dude. I mean, the dude's got drive, right? He's got drive. Um, yeah. Apparently, his brain started to go through short micro-sleeps. Okay, I've heard of this before, yeah. It is difficult to determine the accuracy of a sleep deprivation period unless the participant is carefully observed to detect short micro-sleeps, <laughs> which the participant might not even notice. Right. If there's uh, one thing to take away from this episode, don't do that. Yeah, the world, the Guinness Book of World Records intentionally does not uh, keep a record for voluntary sleep deprivation because <laughs> they don't want to encourage people to do it, to try it. Yeah, that's that's smart. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Do grow your nails out for like 20 years, though. <laughs> that's totally healthy. Be sure to, actually. Uh-huh. So the one thing that I find weird about this whole Vitality Sensor debacle is that they never... The one thing. <laughs> no there's just one and it's okay. that they never said what games it would be well i see tetris here what do you mean it says tetris 64 it's got the cartridge and the vitality sensor in the package but i don't know what you would use that for huh i guess okay the, so that does blocks... something that could be like a focus thing yeah like Let the blocks see. fall at you like your heart rate so you have to like play you have to like concentrate but keep your heart rate low when i was researching this i didn't see anything about that hold on you know that game? Oh, that guy might have been talking about might have been playing Tetris because that's one of those games that people got crazy. Oh, oh there's to. a different thing. There was a biosensor on the uh, okay. on the Tetris 64. That was a different thing. Okay, okay, okay. It was only available in Japan. It only worked with Tetris 64. It measured the heart rate, and it didn't do anything else in the game. Yeah, that's hilarious. But that is kind of cool. Uh, I can see that. It's like an early version of uh, uh, the VR Tetris thing, Tetris Effect. Tetris Effect? I love Tetris like, Effect. Where it takes one of the most, like, uh, what's the word? Um, mentally abrasive games. You know what I mean? It's true, yeah. Like, like people, like, Tetris is notorious for being, like, one of those games, like, one of the first games that people, like, couldn't stop playing. Mm-hmm. And um, so, like, taking that and trying to make something, like, chill and, like, uh, relaxing out of it. Yeah. I think that's cool. Dreamy. Yeah, yeah. It's cool. Dreamy is not the right word. Vaporwave. Doesn't matter. Vaporwave, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, that's interesting, though. I didn't even think about the... But see, that's still... it's It has nothing to do with the gameplay where... Yeah. Um, well, it'd be cool if, like, the, the, like, the speed of the block... Like, like you know how it, like, ticks at, like, discrete frames? Mm-hmm. Like, it ticks down every on every heartbeat or something? Right. I don't know. Well, so that's part of... That's what I wanted to do here. Um, okay. Let me just... Let's do that thing where we take like canceled projects and pitch a better version of them. Yeah, that thing. So, so this week, let's uh, come up with a game that takes advantage of the hardware for the Wii Vitality. Not sensor. Tetris. Not Tetris. Not Tetris. Um, we could do a racing game like the Bongos. <laughs> but it has to do with how fast your heart is going. Yeah, so you like you like run in place to like get your mm. heart rate up, or get really scared. Or <laughs> you could freak yourself out to give you like a Mario speed boost. You could like, you could turn it on, like turn on the sensor and then mm-hmm. put the, like, okay, if it connects to your DS, right? Here's the plan. Yeah. You, uh, turn on the sensor, put the D- close the DS, put it in your pocket. Okay. And then you go up and ask out a girl to the, uh, to the high school dance. <laughs> That's fun. That's and then, fine. and then, as soon as she says yes or no, you walk away and keep <laughs> and playing your game. <laughs> you keep playing the game, and <laughs> you good. see, uh, you get all those sweet, sweet points. <laughs> and you see that Mario's been driving into a wall this whole time. Oh, that would be the worst, right? Yeah, you'd have to be. It would have to be more like a drag race, right? Mm-hmm. It was always infuriating when it was like you would play. Well, well, I guess for me it was like Pokemon Go, where it's like supposed to measure your your footsteps, and so you go out yeah. and actually exercise to try to get some oh no some footsteps, and then you find out that it's just like not working because that game sucked. It was all for naught. Yeah. What was the all point that of exercise for no reason? Yeah. So that's what I want to avoid here. I think I think so. That's one extreme where you you get your heart rate like the highest as you possibly can, right? <laughs> uh and that, that would work for a high octane racing situation if, if i can also see too that high, if it goes too high it does call an ambulance 
Okay. You know, that's if it good. passes like what whatever the safe threshold is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man, I bet people would be like it would have to stop before the before the it would be called the ambulance would be called. Otherwise it would happen way too frequently. Yeah, the game would have to stop first and be like, dude, calm down. And then if it still keeps going up, then it would <laughs> yeah. call the ambulance. I also think the other extreme could be like, how slow can you possibly get your heart rate? Okay, you know? Yeah. Like the meditation like, game and like Fit. a meditation, like a Zen game. They had we, something like that. Where you on sit the, on the balance board? Yeah, on the Wii balance board, yeah. but it wasn't very accurate. Um, I guess not. I don't really I remember, you know, beating it. <laughs> Because it wasn't that hard. Okay. You just had to like sit there while the candle went down and it like made, and you could hear like footsteps all around you and stuff. Yeah. Maybe I'm just bitter about it then that I wasn't very good. Maybe I didn't beat it. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, listen, if we had the vitality sensor in, there's no, there's no, there's no balance uh, board, no balance board, no worrying about inconsistencies, no worrying, no heartbeat. What would that game look like, though? What would stop you from just taking the, the thing off? It would call the ambulance. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like swatting yourself, basically. <laughs> Self-swat. Yeah. Yeah, so if you, if you don't play this game right, and we'll put this on the box, play this game right or we will send police to your house. <laughs> we will send the local authorities. How does it know? How does it tell them where to go? Does, do Wii's have a uh, GPS location? No. So you'd have but to give can. them an address. So you could easily swat somebody else by putting their address into your Wii <laughs> and then taking okay. it off. <laughs> so we have to avoid that. Uh, put Added, a GPS yes. inside of the vitality sensor. Right. Okay. Yeah. Surely so, those things are small enough now. Put like yeah. one of those chips that you put in your dog. Yeah. To track yeah. them. Put one of those in there. Uh-huh. Because it's, like, it's not like we have to send that signal to the authorities. That We send that signal to the Wii and then the Wii... Sends it to the authorities. Right. I do want to talk about gameplay. Okay. Because we don't want to just do like, you're sitting there meditating. Mm -hmm. I mean, that could be an interesting little mini game. What I think it might be kind of interesting if we do like something where you have to do both. Like you have to control your heartbeat, like get it higher when you need it higher. Both extremes. Yeah. Yeah. Because like, that's good exercise, right? Like that's exercise. Like, um, it's dangerous, you know, and that's fun. Is it dangerous? It if you if you bring your body to its like to its oh, max well, and then okay. I'm not talking about like extremes. I'm talking about like like you know what what is that thing like anaerobic exercise where you get your heart rate okay. up for like a minute right. and then you rest for like a minute. You know sure. What I mean? But, but the can, resting but, doesn't bring it down to the resting to like heart rate. Resting heart rate. Yeah. No, it doesn't. But it, the idea is that you don't you know you don't keep it at 120 or whatever or mm-hmm. yeah the whole time. I think that's cool though, like being able to like like control your heart rate because that's like uh, I don't know. I feel like that's kind of cyberpunk. It's kind of cyberpunk. It's kind of zen. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's kind of like if you can do that, then you can do kung fu. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Okay. How about this? You know those Japanese urinal games? Y- urinal games? Do Do you know about the Japanese urinal games? I do now. They have little like <laughs> TVs above your uh, oh, urinals in certain places in Japan, and like depending on where you pee, you like control a little character oh, or whatever. Oh yeah, okay. It's like so. A do that game. with your breath. That has nothing to do with the vitality sensor, though. Well, okay, so we can have an, an add-on, an add-on to an add-on. Okay. Which is like you plug it into the port in the vitality sensor. <laughs> yeah, um, it's like a little kazoo or something that you blow into. All right. And it gauges your breath. And we could do like an under, like a swimming game, like a like Mario and Sonic Olympics, where you have to like right. swim underwater and you have to hold your breath. You know what this is doing? Again, is you it... could just take it out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they'll call the cops. Um, I'm starting to think like this is reminding me of the the Switch game, the uh, the Ring oh. Fit Adventure, where it's about exercise. But what I like about this idea of plugging ports into ports is that it's at the same time bringing back that it's genre. The what? It's unlimited. We it's unlimited. On, it, we can do it this forever. It brings back the, like the, the rhythm game thing like we were talking about earlier with uh, you just get all these add-ons. You can plug in like Wii brand dumbbells, <laughs> you know? You get yeah. a whole Wii brand swimming pool going. <laughs> get your okay. Nintendo exercise zone. My, my Nintendo brand, um, 
you know, just resort where I can like charge people rent to come and stay here for the weekend. Yeah. And, and Why not? Right. Swimming pool. Yeah. And what I think is fun, um, like something that's lacking in Ring Fit Adventure, a game that I have, uh, is that you, it doesn't use enough Nintendo characters. Okay. Like if I was so exercising can... and that made Mario run. Yeah. That would motivate me a lot more than the game does right now, you know? Mm-hmm. No, the thing I remember them like when they added the Mies or when the Mies yeah. became a thing, it was because they thought that like they, they did this study and they found that if your character looks like you and is all, also fit, it's more likely to make you want to exercise. In that's real probably life. true. Yeah, yeah, it's just sort of like that uh, wish fulfillment, or, or and that's not the word, but like self projection, I guess, or self yeah. self image. Yeah. Um. So, but nothing you know. defines like the like peak performance than Sonic the Hedgehog, right? Right. He's got those like red shoes, and you like, know. And I'm thinking of all the. I know he's not Nintendo, but of all the, he's he's tangentially I, I related. Can, I think we can. They can drop their yeah. Uh, and you know what? There were this. this there were there were Sonic enough. games on the Wii. So if there was any character that kind of embodied this this idea of like the extremes, like the heart rate extremes, oh, it's Sonic yeah. the Hedgehog, right? Yeah, I mean, Mario, no offense, but he's a little chubby. Mm-hmm. Sonic, he's he's cooking. Sonic's cool, dude. Sonic is he's cool. He's fast. That's it. But he but he is, you know. Do you think he can do you think he lifts? Definitely. How isn't he like 15? No. How old is he? No idea. You know, he's he totally could be 15. A kid. I he's don't know. He's totally a kid. Mario's yeah. like like 29 or something. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. 25 so here's what i'm thinking if if we have a set age for sonic that could theoretically make um you know particularly younger uh players or older players kind of feel discouraged so Mm. what if the you play as sonic the hedgehog at various stages of life okay yeah you know it's like it's like like first an egg yeah you (laughs) you um yeah, you input that age like you do, like you would with a Wii Fit, like the balance mm-hmm. board. You put it, you input like your your weight. Yeah, and then you get to kind of transform Sonic's body <laughs> to look like yeah. you. You know, is there bu- so that so that implies the existence of buff Sonic? Sure, sure. And there's nothing wrong with that. I've and read also certain, fat Sonic. Yeah, I've definitely seen art more prog- uh, provocative than that. Yeah. Uh, so uh, also. Uh, are we gonna do the same thing where we with uh, Amy as well, as like the female like yeah. variation? No, everyone's Sonic because Everyone Sonic, Sonic is okay. peak performance. And I'm so just it, there's no like difference in body type. Other no, than, absolutely not. Okay. Because here's the thing: what this game really explores, which I'm I'm already excited about, is the fact that. You know, you start out however however your real-life human flesh body is, but by the end of this Nintendo Presents experience, you mm-hmm. will look like Sonic, you know? Right. Sonic may look more like you, but more so, you will look more like Sonic. Yes. So that's that's the, that's the end goal, you know? Your, um, <laughs> your legs are the, getting skinnier. <laughs> <laughs> your, your shoes are getting bigger. And redder, and you're, yeah. <laughs> you're turning blue. Yes. You're turning violet, Violet. That's good. So we can... Um... You're turning violent, Violet. <laughs> I like the idea of the goal of this game now has to do with heart rate, obviously, because you have to get your heart rate up to be like Sonic. Um, but also, by the end of the game... Your heart rate is just always up. Your, your heart rate's always up, and you get your... As your in-game character starts to look more and more like Sonic, you will in real life. Okay, but it's kind of like Ready Player One, where you at some point you enter enough in-game currency that you can just order the shoes in the game, and they come to your house in real life. Right, right, right. And, and the shoes like, are a plug-in as well, obviously. <laughs> okay, yeah. And it's like, it counts your steps, obviously, mm-hmm. and your foot sweat. Sure. Why don't That's we have a, a valuable sweat measurement. So we talked Why not, about, right? We had like a heart rate meter. Why don't we have like something you tape to your armpits? That's like vitality. Yeah. Sort of. And then like when you go into like back to what I was saying about like asking the girl out to prom mm-hmm. or guy. You walk up to her strapped into your sonic shoes. Strapped into your sonic with, shoes, um, sweat sensors under your armpits. Yep. It's like a, um, it's like you plugged in a t-shirt right. basically. 
but it's a blue t-shirt with like the, the this is marketable like, because it's it's disposable so like you want you want to use and then you throw it away and you have to buy a new one and you have to buy a new one that's good yeah and you can yeah. buy them in like packs like at okay. costco like bulk yeah yeah okay okay i, I like where we're going All now as in. a as a as a as a female in high school or you know anyone who anyone who's attractive you'd have to think about this like this is like you know you'd have anytime somebody asks you out you have to be are they do they really want to oh, go out right or it are becomes they just like trying, a mind game are they just trying to get their uh, sonic on are they just trying <laughs> to level up their sonic character now both could be true yeah but, but is that what you want yeah something you have to ask yourself right and see what's interesting about that is you know do i want to say yes to this person Actually, there's no question, because if they look like Sonic, they will say yes. Um, So there's no point to this discussion. Yeah. Huh. Man, this is... This There's no way we can't make this. It seems like a really good idea, right? It, it seems like a no-brainer. It seems I like mean, we would it, make... The problem is that it's, it's, a, it's a little complicated... No. Um. Just, just, just in the it, the your plugins have plugins. That's plugins and plugins, and that's easy. You know, that's easy. Yeah. The the problem being that Nintendo could barely get the Vitality sensor to work. Um. So. Well, they just did it wrong. Yeah, you're right. No, it's, absolutely. It's, the, it's their fault. It, it would take. It'll take time. You know, but everything good does. Right. You know. Should we come up with a uh, a name for this There's, genius idea? Well, for like each, for each, just for branding purposes. Well, each plugin has its own name. Sure, sure. There's a vitality when sensor. You, when the, you plug, uh, when you stack them all together, it's called the stack. The yes. Nintendo stack. I like that Nintendo stack. That's or the powerful. Nintendo chain. <laughs> you know what? Chain is stronger. By the time you get to the end, it's just the latency from the last device is so bad because it has right. to go through so many other devices. Yeah. And the data gets like reformatted and it's inside <laughs> of each one of them. Yeah. The chain is good. But the chain is just a peripheral for our Sonic game. And <laughs> one game, not even Nintendo. And, uh, no. and by the end of it, like that phenomenon where the latency gets really bad and the data gets corrupted is known as the chain strain. Yes. And that's, and that's, it's a feature at that it's, point. It's a feature. You have to like think about what's the best order to chain your things together because you have to think about which device do you care about the least to make sure that one's at the end. I like that. That's good. That's some like real time strategy stuff. Right. Yeah. You have to be a real system thinker. Mm-hmm. What do you want to call this piece of shit? Uh, piece of shit. POS. You are POS point of POV point of view. You are Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, we didn't talk about soon. the perspective. Is this, a, is this a first person game? Is this there like, are many uh, games. There are many like... different games. Okay, I like that. That's, that's so like the there's best. the meditation one. There's yeah. the there's the urinal game. Mm-hmm. The Sonic piss tracker. <laughs> no vitality. <laughs> it's it's a catheter. Tracker. That's one of the add-ons you can get. Oh. <laughs> yeah. It's like man, your piss is extra yellow today. Uh, let's call it the. Well, we called it the stack. What's the game called? Sonic. Oh, no, no, no. The chain. The chain. The chain. Sonic and Knuckles. Break the chain. Off the chain. Sonic and off. Knuckles off the chain. That's it. Off the chain. Okay. Cool. That's so on brand. I like it. All right. We have a game. Idea. What we have a the... pitch. It's more on brand than Sonic Forces. I can tell you that much. <laughs> that's topical, Glenn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, folks, that's the show. If you want to reach out to us, our email is developmentheaven at gmail.com. If you like the show, let us know. You can do so via Twitter at devhevpod. That's D-E-V-H-E-V-P-O-D. A couple quick thank yous. Glenn, uh, thank you for making the intro music. I don't think I've ever said thank you for making the intro music, which is kind of weird. But that's all right. Uh, The song is Bird. It's on SoundCloud. Uh, It's linked in the description. Also linked are Matthew Innie and Natalie Quick. Uh, Matthew did our various logos and Natalie did some great work on our cover. So thank you to them and thank you to you for listening. Oh, and uh, Sonic says leave a review in your, in your podcatcher or streaming service. It really helps. It really does. Um, tell a friend. Knuckles says tell a friend. <laughs> How's that? Does that work? It does. Okay.
Um, and Shadow says Chaos Control. Did you ever watch the Sonic cartoon? No. Oh, man. So it, it was the one that was uh, Urkel did the voice of Sonic. Are you for real? Oh, I'm 100% for real. Yeah. That's hilarious. What's his name? Julia White, I think? Is that like the classic? Is that the, the Sonic voice that I know? That's like, I don't know. What is, what's a Sonic line? Chili dogs. Yeah. Yeah, that but, was pretty good, actually. That was it. Um, yeah. The original one, the the original like Jaleel White voice is very different than the kind of um, cooler voice they gave him in the in the Sonic Adventure games. Okay, yeah. Uh, but I think for a lot of people, they haven't they haven't topped Jaleel White. Um, yeah, every episode of that show ended with like Sonic says, and is like, "Don't do drugs." Yeah, he's like, like "Don't local- smoke." Both, Smoking both no good. Yeah, yeah, and that's no good. Yeah, yeah. I remember. I do. I've had. I have heard those. Yeah. Tails, what are you doing? I'm smoking weed, Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> Tails, somebody, don't do that. I saw the one that was like, uh, if somebody touches you and you don't <laughs> want to be touched, that's no good. That's no good. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the show. Uh, and that's our show. So. Uh, <laughs> See you when I see ya. Um, peace, love, and chili dogs. Uh... <laughs> <laughs>